0: of course time for this week's letter to Hong Kong which comes from legislator Ted Hoi Chi Fung from the Democratic Party the following program is a personal view program dear my daughter when you grow up hong kong is bound to be very different from now perhaps there will be more sky high buildings more high tech gadgets and more environmentally friendly vehicles But at the same time, as you roam around the city with fancy new buildings, I truly hope there will still be various historical sites for you and for your children to visit. Ones that were places I used to hang around in, as well as sites that were in the eras of many generations before me. To preserve the historical sites, our government has a policy known as a heritage conservation policy, but I think we need to stress its preservation element as well. The term conservation conveys a sense of keeping and protecting something from damage or change, but preservation has a sense of keeping something as it is, so that it can be kept for a long time. Thus, When we apply it to Hong Kong today, the heritage conservation work we have been doing should be more than just protecting or repairing what is damaged. Rather, we have to elevate it and put it into a preservation context where historical and heritage sites and buildings would be preserved through time for the benefit and enjoyment of generations to come. However, the significance given to Hong Kong's heritage conservation policy is rather pitiful. In the eyes of an avid preservationist and a father, this is tragic. The partial collapse of the married inspector's quarters building at the former Central Police Station compound in May this year is one example. The compound is a declared monument and was the defining center of Hong Kong's early law and order development. The married Quarters building collapsed while it was going through a revitalization project led by the Jockey Club, and the Independence Panel's inquiry into the reasons behind the partial collapse fell short of clarifying whose responsibility it was. Neither did it go into evaluating the historical value lost as a result. The government is keen to avoid taking up the responsibility behind its collapse, which reflects its super efforts and the little significance it attaches to conserving heritage sites, which I find unacceptable and very disappointing. Not only is the 150-year-old married quarters building part of a declared the monument, it is also part of Hong Kong citizens' collective memory. Therefore, it is especially heartbreaking to witness the content of the damages this heritage site has suffered as a consequence. The general post office in Central is also set to be demolished to make way for low-rise office buildings as part of the government's plan to transform the Central waterfront Even though the historic value of the General Post Office is not as high as that of the Central Police Station compound, nor is it a declared monument. Its 70s modernist architectural style, however, complements that of the Hong Kong City Hall and the then Queens Pier, all of which witnessed and formed an integral part of the development of the harbour over the years. I am not against the idea of developing land for commercial buildings as I am well aware of the shortage of grade-A commercial offices in Hong Kong. However, the post office has been one of the landmarks of Central and provides an adequate area for relaxation nearby, none of which are guaranteed to happen after the transformation as developers will inevitably Develop the land to suit their own commercial interests. The worst case scenario would be transforming the little green oasis we have and forgoing landmarks of Hong Kong's history into another group of office buildings, even though the government stresses they would be low rise. This is just sugarcoating the fact that this plan would add more buildings into the already jam-packed concrete jungle sitting at the harbour today. Another example which shows the low level of importance the government gives to historic sites is the 19th century house remains at Cochrane Street in Central. The early residential structures may not be the most eye-catching remains in the area, but it is the only set of early Victoria City houses remaining in urban areas due to its design of lacking an alleyway, which was no longer allowed after 1903. Yet, the Antiques Advisory Board recommended that the remains not be given any historical grading. As I see it, the reason behind this decision is twofold. Firstly, the board is very likely to have judged the remains based on its aesthetic value rather than its historical value. It is conceded in earlier reports that the remains could date back to the late 1800s. Secondly, it is worth noting that the remains are conveniently located near the Urban Renewal Authority's residential and commercial development project at Graham Street Market. Hence, if the remains are not given a grading, they will be justifiably demolished. The government's stance on heritage conservation is therefore plain to see. It is based on aesthetic and monetary value rather than having a policy that puts the history and the site's cultural value as top priority. In my vision of what Hong Kong is going to be when you grow up, I really hope physical memories in the form of landmarks in my forefathers' eras are still there so that you will be able to learn more about the history of Hong Kong. As your father, I want the best for you. Thus, I am working hard to fight for the preservation of our historic sites and the change of attitude of the government's heritage conservation policy. On a positive note, there is one example that happened a few years back, which brings me some encouragement, namely the case of the old buildings on Wingley Street. The street used to be included in the redevelopment project of the Urban Renewal Authority. However, thanks to the award winning movie called echoes of the rainbow, it drew the public's attention to the ungraded old tenement buildings and its imminent fate of being rebuilt. The public passionately called for the preservation of the buildings, which reached the government and they decided to spare all the buildings on Wingley Street from being redeveloped in the end. This case has shown us that the larger and more passionate the public's voice is, the more room there is for adjustment and compromise in certain areas of the government's policy. And this is the cause your father myself works hard to achieve every day for the sake of your generation and the generations to come.